it. I figured out how to record again. I truly didn't know. It's been so long, you guys, that I got on here and didn't know how to use GarageBand. Didn't even know how to hook up my microphone. Uh, yeah, it, it took me at least 20 minutes just to find the setting in my dumb computer on how to read this microphone rather than the internal microphone. Hello, everybody. It's me. My name's Robin. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. If you're old, here I am. I am sorry I took time away from everything, slowly creeping back in to existence, only in a handful of ways. You know me, if you do know me, and if you don't know me, here's me. I love a chance to escape. I'm an escape artist. I am a homicide detective by trade, and I'm somebody who does not mind being disengaged from the world. In fact, I thrive for it. I've been doing it since I was a kid. Has anybody, did anybody watch the show that was on PBS called Secret City? Um, Secret City was a show that was for young artists, um, and the Commander Mark was, I believe, the guy's name. He was a commander that had, like, markers and crayons in his sort of military gear. <laughs> they were all stuck in there like bullets, if I'm remembering right. Anyway, Commander Mark encouraged you to, like, create your own world through drawing. Well, hello, that's what I've done with my life because I just lied to you. I'm not a homicide detective. I'm actually a visual artist. And that's what I do is I create kind of alternate worlds in my drawings. So Commander Mark taught me that. I actually dreamed of being important enough for one reason to to get asked to be like, hey, would you like to do a one-on-one conversation with somebody famous or something? And I'd say, yeah, Commander Mark from Secret City. And I would love it so much to just, first of all, just tell him how much he that show meant to me and how exciting it was. And then also just to pick his brain, like, how did this show come about? And did you come up with this costume with your markers stuck into your sleeves and all this stuff? Um, and he was a really good artist. They were more like cartoons that we made. But I remember one episode when he told me, just me specifically, he said, Robin out there in Grapevine, Texas, if you don't feel comfortable drawing in front of other people, which by the way, I did because I was good. I was like, yeah, guys, here's my one skill. I can draw. Um, But sometimes I just wanted to, I always wanted to be alone. My whole life, I was just like, I just want to be alone, like constantly. And Commander Mark on Secret City said something like, create a little mini studio in your closet, even if it's that small. And I did that. I had actually had a slightly large closet at this time. And I set up all of my stuff in there, even paints. I was doing a lot of painting at that time. And uh, I loved it. It was my first kind of mini studio. And I can't remember why I'm telling you guys this. Um, But, oh, just my neat. I love getting away. I love not getting, but I don't love vacationing or traveling. I like getting away within my own home, you know. And, uh, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. I can't remember why I'm talking about it. Oh, because I disappeared. In the past, on this podcast, I've mentioned I either, like, dip in and out of online, and I don't like social media almost. I would say I like it 3% (laughs) out of 100. I like it for very few things. And um, so I'll dip in and out of there. But I'll usually warn everybody. But I was off of social media until... Sometime last week, I finally like checked out Instagram again. I was, I was just, I, I just didn't want to see anything basically for a little while. So 
In the past, I called that Monastic May, and then I had a Just June. And I believe I've been away from talking to you guys for a couple of months, if not three. I just saw a cat run by my studio window. Um, and I don't know what this was. This was Just June and... What's a good J word? Jiggly July? That's, that's about right, because all I've been doing is eating, so I'm sure I'm jiggling <laughs> way more than I should. Anyway, you guys, one foot in front of the other. Here I am. I'm back. I've missed you. I've missed asking questions and answering those questions or hearing you guys answer those questions. So let's jump back with some questions. You can hit me up on Instagram at Robin underscore O-N-E-I-L. That's R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. Or now, the one that I like to pay more attention to, handwritten notes on TV. That's my favorite one. That's where I post all of my images of uh, interesting handwritten notes from TV and movies. So anyway, questions, questions, questions. Answer them back. Just just post it on any anywhere, you know, on a, just reply to any photo I've recently done and I'll see it, your answers. If you feel like it, if not, no big deal. Keep it private. Say it amongst yourselves. I just like right now, let's just think about dumb things, dumb and fun things, right? I think that's kind of what I live for, are dumb and fun things. So I like to think about French fries, grandmothers, pizza toppings, hugging, um, sleeping, napping, sleep patterns. So let, let me come up with some questions for you. Um, number one, do you like the look of your own hands and fingers? Do you find them to be too big, too small, too wrinkly, too freckly? Um, I'll answer it for myself. I, man, my hands are looking older. I'll tell you that. I'm looking at them right now. I have green nail polish on right now. I haven't worn nail polish in ages, but I put some on the other day. It's already falling off. Um, I have a cat scratch on it. They're getting old. I've always liked the shape of my hands though, to be honest. I don't like a lot of things about myself physically speaking, but my hands and fingers I like because I remember my grandmother who was a an organist at her church and a piano player, she would always say, I have piano playing hands. And I've heard that from many people. So that's my favorite thing about my looks probably is that I have very long fingers and I should have been a piano player. And one day, if I haven't already, I'm going to tell you guys about me. That was my biggest goal in life was to become a pianist, but I didn't get to do that. Does anybody know why? Question and answer. Answer me on Instagram if you happen to know why. It's a big deal. And I probably have told you guys before. All right. Question number three. Um, when did you feel the best about yourself? And why do you think that was? Like what period or era of your life was it? Do you say era or era? I guess I say era. Um, I'll answer it. Okay. Uh, I'll be the first to answer. I liked myself the best. It's weird. <laughs> I think I might not answer this question because... At this point, I just don't know if there's ever been a time when I've liked myself quite enough to like brag about it right now. I will say I like myself the best when I um, am also like doing yoga regularly, which I am doing again now. I did. I think I told you guys I was doing yoga with Adrian and I did accomplish the 30 day challenge. So that was a big deal. And then I thought, you know what? This made me feel so good. I got to do it all over again. And I got into about a week and then I don't know what happened, but I stopped doing it. I think because I was, it had something to do with morning routine and I didn't want to get up and I had been staying up too late. And 
Um, and then if I don't do it right away, I'll not, I'll just not do it. So, but I picked that back up again this week and I already feel better, but, and there were some times in the past that I would go to yoga at, I think it, of all places, it was a gold's gym, but it was this amazing guy named Vishnu Prem, who was my yoga instructor. And he really was a life like transformer. He transformed my life. And that was sort of the beginning of me getting into a 12-step program and all of that. So it was a very, my life was a complete wreck in most ways at that time. So I'm not going to say that was when I liked myself best, but that was when I really started to recognize I needed to confront my demons. And for those of you who are new, um, my demons were, I don't know, any number of demons, but I, I, uh, 12-step program for me is Al-Anon, and that is for people who are friends and family of alcoholics. So that was me. I myself am not an alcoholic, but I have loved many alcoholics and still do throughout my entire life. So anyway, I think that anytime I'm taking, you know what, I'll say this, anytime I'm actually taking care of myself is when I like myself the best. So it, I'm not even, it has nothing to do with art, my art life or anything. It's as long as I'm taking care of myself, which for me is like, what is the term? Cutting teeth, smoothing teeth, cutting, cutting knives. <laughs> well, I don't know this term. Pulling teeth. <laughs> God, pulling teeth. Taking care of myself comes, n does not come naturally to me at all. I love neglecting my needs. Like for some reason, I'm wired to just neglect my needs and desires and all of the above. So, um, and you know, my natural thing is don't eat, don't move your body, don't have a set schedule. Don't be kind to yourself. I mean, those are just how I naturally function. So anytime I'm actually nice to myself or give myself a day off or whatever, it's, it's a goddamn miracle. It really is. Okay. Question number three. Um, do you like mayonnaise? That's a big question. That's a big, important question. Do you like mayonnaise? Now, if you're vegan, do you like veganaise? Um, God, I don't even want to get into it, but I hate mayonnaise on sandwiches and, and burgers. I hate it. Like I have been known to throw burgers across the room if they get home and they're, they have mayonnaise on them. Now I haven't eaten beef in a long time, but I'm talking like a turkey burger or a, uh, any sandwich, a chicken sandwich, mayonnaise, threw it across my kitchen when I lived in Texas many times. Am I proud of it? <laughs> no. Am I entertained by it? Sure. But I wasn't joking. That's the other thing is I get into like, I turn into a, I'm like the Hulk or something. I turn into a monster, like who's very angry. So I hate mayonnaise on things. Yet I'm a big lover of like macaroni salad, potato salad, chicken salad, tofu salad, tuna, fake tuna salad. I don't like real tuna salad, but I love chickpea tuna salad, which was given to me that recipe uh, by my friend, Danielle Naylor. She gave me the most amazing chickpea tuna salad recipe. So anyway, I use veganaise for that. I love veganaise in all of these things that I mentioned. I, I don't like have Hellman's mayonnaise in my refrigerator, but I always have veganaise, the blue kind, whatever that is. I find the yellow and the purple colored ones, that's not the color of the mayonnaise or the veganaise, the packaging. I do not like it. I don't know why, but I, so anyway, there's my answer. I am, I, I just find mayonnaise revolting. 
Uh, however, that's the one condiment I find revolt. I love every co condiment on the face of the earth. That may change. I'll never forget when my friend Erica also hated mayonnaise with me. And then suddenly she started to like mayonnaise. And I remember I really felt like she betrayed me at first. And I talked to her about it very directly. I was like, I don't know who you are anymore. And I'm not so sure about where this relationship's going. But then I got over it and I realized, hey, if she likes mayonnaise, she likes mayonnaise. Um, should I do any other questions? Let's do one more. Uh, hmm. What is the nicest thing anybody's done for you? I'll leave it at that. I've had a lot of people be nice to me. I don't even know where to begin. Um, let's talk about what I've been up to. Now, you guys know who those, why do I keep saying that? You guys could be new. You don't know me. You don't know me and I don't know you, but I do like Lifetime movies. They're my favorite pastime. So in my studio and when I'm crocheting, I've been watching a lot of Lifetime movies. I love reading the titles to you guys. So let me pull up my list. Lifetime movies watched. Um, last night watched Deadly Matrimony in the studio. Uh, three women all marry the same psychotic man. Basically during the same week, he has a different name for each woman, for each relationship. And it's a full-on horror movie, and I really liked it. Uh, it wasn't the best, but it was okay. One called Not My Life. Um, Andy from Dawson's Creek is in it. You know what? I forgot to read it. I mean, I forgot to <laughs> I forgot to finish this one. Okay, I got to remember to finish this one. I, um, anyway, there was a quote on there. The human body needs sleep to heal itself. Some She said that to somebody, and I really loved that. Um, a Daughter's Plan to Kill. That one was produced by Andy Cohen from Bravo. Really good one. It was very hilarious. Loved it. Baby Monitor Murders. <laughs> the Baby Monitor Murders is a great title. And it's about a psychotherapist who kills women because they allow their husbands to cheat on them. And it's not fair that they have wives and he doesn't. Very entertaining in some ways. But overall, the title's the best part about it. The Killer Next Door, Twisted Nanny, Psycho Party Planner. Very, very good one. And uh, Kindred Spirits, My Wife's Secrets, Seduced by a Stranger, His Perfect Obsession. And I've already told you, I, I see where I left off. The Doctor Will Kill You Now. A++++, that one. Um, I also watched with Damien last night, we watched a VHS movie, because you can only find it on VHS, not streaming or DVD. And let me tell you, for those of you that all got rid of their VHS tapes and their DVDs. Seemed like a good idea at the time, didn't it? Well, not so much when you love certain movies that have never been released on streaming or DVD, which are a lot of really good movies. Light of Day, starring Gina Rollins, Michael J. Fox, uh, Father Damien from The Exorcist, and Michael McKean, and wait for it, Joan Jett. Uh, Joan Jett and Michael J. Fox are siblings who are in like a, I don't know what kind of band you can call this. They keep saying rock and roll. So I guess they're a rock and roll band. They keep yelling that like when they're about to start playing, they go, who's ready for rock and roll? <laughs> okay. That part makes the movie sound, you know, what you expect from a movie with Joan Jett or, and Michael J. Fox. I think it came out in 86 or something. 89? I don't know. Anyway, you think it's going to be funny, but this movie, because it has Gina Rollins, there's a whole other thing going on with family and spirituality and death and dying and whoa, man, 
it was an amazing movie. So if you still have a VHS tape and you want to go search eBay for light of day, like we did, get it, loved it. There you go. I've been gardening as, as I told you guys before I stopped talking on here. Um, I have tomatoes growing. I've got cucumbers growing. I've been using herbs every day for everything I eat. Uh, I, I somehow grew a dahlia, like a, a humongous dahlia the size of my head. Uh, let's see, lettuce. Successfully growing lettuce and green onions from the clippings from grocery stores. You just stick the ends of those things, the root ends uh, of the green onions and the bottom end of a, like romaine lettuce and you grow it in water for a while and then you put it in your garden and you've got lettuce forever. You got green onions forever. It's the greatest thing ever. Um, huge part of my life, Animal Crossing. Ponca Island, P-O-N-K-A. Ponca Island is where I exist in my dream life. Um, speaking of dream, if, if any of you guys play, uh, feel free to give me your dream address too. If you guys don't know Animal Crossing, you'll be like, what are you talking about? My dream address, get ready, get your pencils and pens, write this down. D-A, that's dream address, D-A dash 6280-7644-7771. Now that's my dream address. If you want to come visit my island and check out what I'm doing on there. Uh, it wasn't a perfect day on my island for me to do that. I think I had stuff in the yard and all that kind of, but, but you'll get the gist of it. Definitely check out my museum. Definitely check out my cafe and you'll see my flowers, but just be warned everybody who plays Animal Crossing. I am a five-star island. So be prepared to be jealous and angry that I'm so unbelievably good at being in this imaginary world. Uh, yes, I have lilies of the valley. Yes, I have a golden rose. Yes, I have a golden slingshot. Yes, all my villagers are insanely happy. Yes, I've paid all of my loans. Uh, yes, I have an upstairs and a downstairs in my house. No, Tom Nook never has any suggestions for me. Uh, neither does Isabel. They say I'm doing perfect. So uh, those are for your, you animal crossers out there. Uh, for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, as long as I sound like I got an island that is A++ and five-star and beautiful and that I'm doing good, there you go. I'm very into the flowers on the game. Um, sorry to, to geek out there for a minute, but okay, I got to read to you guys. Um, let me grab, grab my things. Let me have a sip of my uh, water and I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Now you may be disappointed with what I'm about to read to you because it's not uh, typical, but I was reading and rereading a million things trying to get something right for today for me to come back and read something to you. And all I wanted to share was my recipe for chicken and dumplings. So I'm just gonna read you. I, ha I re recently rewrote my own recipe that originally came from a Betty Crocker recipe called Quick Chicken and Dumplings that I found online and printed out in 2003, <laughs> it looks like. And at the top I wrote, yummy, exclamation, exclamation point. And um, I've been adapting and changing it throughout the years. And listen, this is not fancy food. This is like using canned soup and everything, but 
I've never made this for people and they didn't love it. So I want to share it with you. I'm just going to read the recipe throughout and try to not like, uh, try to not interrupt it so that I'm actually treating it like a reading. And basically, uh, what we did the other night is we pretended like, you know, it was cold and fall outside because it was really hot here. And it felt nice, you know, crank your AC down, wear a sweatshirt and make chicken and dumplings and pretend like it's freezing outside. Just, just keep pretending. Just keep pretending like things aren't as they are. That's my recommendation. Um, and by the way, I have three of these binders. Uh, they're big, hard binders. And I've on the side, wrote, I wrote recipes volume one and then I have one through three. And this is the first page in here because I keep it at the front because I like it so much. Okay, it says Robbie's Chicken and Dumplings. That's me. All right, here we go. One cup or so of carrots, chopped. One cup or so of celery, chopped. One and a half cups of onion, chopped. Lots of fresh chopped herbs, in the parentheses, thyme, parsley, oregano. Paprika, one package of chicken tenders, two cups bisquick mix about three cups of milk, butter, olive oil, four cans of cream of chicken and mushroom soup, one can of chicken stock, one cup frozen peas. All right, here we go. Cook and pack, cook a package of chicken tenders in butter and olive oil in a large stock pot. Add salt, pepper, paprika, and herbs. Remove chicken from stock pot temporarily. Saute in, saute, oh, Add butter back to the pot, the big pot, and stir in the mirepoix. Mirepoix is the carrot, celery, onion. Put chicken back in stock pot. Add two full cups of milk, one small container of chicken stock, and three to four cans of soup. It can be condensed creamy chicken mushroom soup or cream of mushroom and cream of chicken combined. Add frozen peas. Bring all of this to boiling, stirring frequently. Stir two cups of bisquick mix and two thirds cup of milk until soft dough forms. This is in a separate bowl. Drop about 10 dough spoonfuls onto, all caps, onto chicken mixture. Do not drop directly into liquid. Sprinkle the tops of the dough with paprika. Cook uncovered over low heat 10 minutes. Cover and cook about 15 to 20 minutes longer or more, checking constantly to make sure nothing is sticking to the bottom of the pot. Last line of this recipe, y'all, is eat up, exclamation point. <laughs> um, there you have it, you guys. That's all I've got for you today. I will read normal things in the future. What do I want to end with? Answer my questions. Do what I say. Don't do what I do. Log off. Breathe in. Brush your teeth. Clean your shower. Uh, what else? Lock your front door. Get a security system. Get a puppy. Give it a little kiss on the forehead. Buy a patterned dress. Can you tell I just did? Let's find out how it goes. I haven't bought a dress in years. Um, Accept your stomach size right now. Just say, you know what? I love my stomach. Yeah, it's protruding further than it ever has. And I don't care because I'm happy. And actually, I'm not always happy, but that's okay. I'm happy with my stomach because my stomach is representative of the fact that I eat and give my body nourishment. So it's okay. Um, what else? Yeah, read at the end of the day, guys. 
Get your phone out of your bed. Put it, put it around the room. <laughs> put it on the other side of the room. <laughs> uh, dry some sage. Take a walk. Call your grandma. And if she's not around anymore, call your mom. And if you don't like your mom, call somebody you like. That's all I got for now, you guys. It's good to be back. I love you all very much. Take good care of yourselves. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.